Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs and the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's Five San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, happy New Year's Eve. Uh, hopefully you're going to be with family and friends tonight celebrating the new year, which is already tomorrow. Can you believe it? 2021 is already over. Uh, but one thing is not over. That is the Spurs season. Uh, you know, with the, with the whole COVID mess going on with the NBA, it hits the Spurs a couple of days ago with the Miami game being canceled. Um, this is kind of, kind of, we're calling this the redemption show. I'm going to bring him on right now. He is Casey Vieira. He is our guest today. He's with the baller brief. Casey, we had to do it again. You and me, Los, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the last time we did this, did, did we jinx it? You know, we did a preview of the Spurs heat game. Then it gets canceled. Hopefully that doesn't happen for I this know, episode right? of lockdown Spurs. I know. I feel redeemed. That's how I feel. Good, good. The the fans <laughs> demand that they hear exactly what you have to say about a game preview. So you're you're we're getting our second chance. We're getting right, our second chance. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what are uh, me and Casey talking about today? We're going to be looking at tonight's games versus Grizzlies. Uh, hopefully, there's no other announcement by the time this airs of no game. But then also look at the fact that and this actually caught Casey's attention before I hit record that the Spurs are going to be gone for a while from San Antonio. They're getting on a seven game road trip. No, this is not the rodeo road trip. This is just like a mini rodeo road trip starts tonight versus the Grizzlies and ends up in the Big Apple and a bunch of other games in between. So um, first of all, Casey, happy New Year's Eve. Likewise. Likewise. Any plans? Year went by fast, right? Any yeah. plans? Um, I am hosting a party tonight, baby. Woohoo! Yep, my wife. It's all that liquor you were telling me uh, about that you got. Uh huh. Yep, we're hosting my in-laws and my my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law and their their little baby. So it's about to go down. And uh, it, will Lily be there? <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Does, does absolutely. your dog get nervous with the fireworks? Does does no. kind of freak out? No. No, my dog doesn't really get nervous about anything. He's, he's so mellow. He's just kind of like, whatever. Well, whatever. This, Fireworks, explosives outside. <laughs> I don't care. Well, the yeah. dogs on the south side of San Antonio are already used to it because uh, on this side of town, they've been firing off since last week. So I, I, oh, I felt like yeah. I've been celebrating New Year's Eve already since uh, the beginning and the end of Christmas. But um, yeah, make sure to follow Casey on Twitter at Casey underscore Veer and check out his YouTube show, The Baller Brief. New episode is out, I believe, Casey. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Got a couple up going into the weekend. Uh, nice. We got one. We got uh, one that went up yesterday, which was the fact that the Lakers are bad. But despite them being bad, it's not all on Russell Westbrook. That's one. And two, on the contrary, it's the fact that I think the Bulls are really good and have a chance to be playing basketball deep into the summer. So go check it out. Both of those are up going into the weekend. Again, you can see that on uh, his Twitter page, at Casey underscore Vieira. So the Spurs get their long road trip going tonight versus the Memphis Grizzlies. This is the first time these two teams meet. They'll be the first of four. Uh, You know, when I look at this Grizzlies team, I, I see a team that can definitely uh, give the Spurs an L. Hopefully they do not. But what stands out to me, though, is their defense. If the Spurs mm-hmm. are going to try to get this game, is the defense. Memphis has uh, won 13 of his last 17 games, holding opponents to 99 points per game in that span. If defense wins games, Memphis is proving that, Casey. Uh-huh. And they have that John Morant guy who's doing a pretty good job at uh <laughs> playing the part. Not not necessarily on the defensive end, but 
He's playing. Uh, he's been playing pretty well this year. Pretty well this year. That that has to be you know the the matchup to look at is how the Spurs are going to defend and obviously how Morant's going to go up against that defense of San Antonio. Uh, expecting to see a lot of Lonnie on him tonight. Uh, or is this kind of by committee? Yeah, I was going to say I think this is going to be a lot of whoever feels up for it. <laughs> honestly, it's, you can check. That's kind of the way. Casey been, yeah, yeah. Oh well, come on. That's kind of been the way everyone's been guarding this guy this year. I mean, Jaw's just been—he's been spectacular. He's been absolutely spectacular this year. So it's pretty much just, hey, give him a crack, guys. See, see how it goes. Um, and for a lot of teams, it has not been going particularly well. Yeah. But give, give him his credit, man. Jaw's been fantastic this year. Absolutely. And he hasn't even been healthy. He missed like no. What did he miss? Like six weeks. After yeah. His leg? He has been out for a while, but of course he comes back and he's just John Morant again, you know, just as if he never lost a beat. Uh, oh, yeah. As of this recording, DeJounte Murray is still out. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully uh, this is the only correction that we made post once this show gets out that he's back. But I don't think he'll be back. Still under the safety uh, protocols set by the NBA. Uh, if That's what makes the game tougher tonight. I think if the Spurs had Murray... Tonight, I think they could definitely take Memphis down to the wire. I'm still expecting a very close game, but at the same time, I would not be surprised if Memphis just opens a can of you-know-what on them because Murray is so key to the Spurs team on both ends of the court. How much does the loss of Murray, if he does not play tonight, uh, impact San Antonio versus the Grizzlies? Oh, a lot. A lot. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's... It's not just in this one game by itself. It's it's really as a whole, and I think we've we've seen it. We've seen it. How much? I know it's only been with them in two games now, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and more so the Utah game. We've we really saw the impact of of what he brings, and and the big thing for me when I see that when I see him on the floor is that. The Spurs very frequently find themselves in positions where, really, prior to the past couple of weeks, because it's been better mm-hmm. the past couple of weeks, but prior to that, it's we've seen a lot of moments where the ball just stagnates and stagnates and stagnates, and they need a guy to go out there and get them a bucket. And this year, despite a lot of people's skepticism, myself included, they have had that. They've had a guy who's been able to go out there and get a bucket consistently. But now knowing that he's not going to be around for a little while, presumably, well, who is who is going to be able to do that? And we got a good look at that, I guess, from a negative standpoint against Utah. Mind you, Utah is a very good basketball team, especially mm-hmm. defensively. But overriding point being that DeJounte Murray, he's missed right now. He's definitely missed right now. Absolutely. Um... Again, another area where the Spurs and Grizzlies excel at is points in the paint. Heading into tonight's contest, the Grizzlies are second in the NBA in points in the paint at 53.9, behind only the Spurs at 55.2. So a lot of the damage usually gets done for the San Antonio Spurs and Grizzlies in the paint on the offensive end. Uh, Obviously, you know, the Spurs get a lot of slashers, your Lonnie's, your Derek's, Devin Vassell's, Yaka Pirtle. Jock landed. Well, I don't know. Maybe Jock doesn't really contribute to that part. No, he does. He, he, he's kind of a inside and obviously outside 
But I mean, right. the other side, the other side of Detroit is it's your Jaron Jackson Jr. It's your uh, you, you're looking at a Grizzlies team, John Moran attacking the rim. I, I think I, is this going to come down to who wins the paint battle, or is this more going to come down to do everything else but the paint for whichever team gets the W tonight? Um. I, I honestly, I think it's just you know we can analyze that as much as as much as we can, but I really think it's just going to be a matter of containing Jaw as well as mm-hmm. they can. I re- I really do, and I I really do. And the thing that's been good about the Grizzlies this year has been really impressive about the Grizzlies this year is for as much as the main focal point will be probably going into it in terms of shutting down jaw is always kind of, you know, what what you're aiming to do, or at least take him out of his game, make him uncomfortable. The difference we're seeing this year with this team is that a lot of other guys have been playing very well. have been playing mm-hmm. some really good basketball right now. Desmond Bain, he's right there in that conversation for that most improved player, especially over the past couple of weeks, Jaron Jackson Jr. He's, he's been better. He's been better. I know last year there was a lot of skepticism with him, but but he's at least in the meantime quiet skept, quieted skeptics for now. They're just a, a good team. They have depth, and it makes that that task of shutting down, trying to shut down John, uh, that much more challenging because when there's other good things going on on that floor, like there have been this year mm-hmm. in terms of that depth, it's tough it makes life tremendously difficult spurs fans you've been hearing me tell you about price picks for months have you signed up yet price picks is a daily fantasy made easy if you have not checked it out you're missing out i'm telling you you are going to love this app for nba and mixed spots pickums price picks has the best nba dfs prop game on the market price picks offers more nba props than any other dfs prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game price picks offers any prop you can think of from points assists rebounds threes made etc all of the users that deposit and use promo code nba will get a 100 percent instant deposit match up to 100 bucks you pick two to five players and over and under and their projections and you can win up to 10 times on any entry and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Price picks allows mixed sports entries. You can take the over on Embiid and combine with the under on Rogers in the same entry. Use the award-winning app on both App Store and the Google Play Store. Entries can be made up to 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Price picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Go to pricepicks.com right now. Use promo code NBA or go to the App Store and download the app. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. And if you're not playing Price Picks, you honestly don't know what you're missing. Mm-hmm. Got with Casey Vieira right here on Lockdown Spurs. We preview tonight's uh, Spurs Grizzlies matchup game one. The regular season for these two teams, game one also of the Spurs seven game road trip, we'll talk about in just a few minutes. And you look up and down. Uh, the statistical um, stuff between the Grizzlies and the uh, Spurs. You know, you look at them in points per game. The Spurs rank fourth at 111.5. The Grizzlies are fifth at 111.1. All right, so fine. You know, they, they both can light it up. You look at field goal percentage, where I think where the Spurs could probably get the win. Uh, the Grizzlies are 18th in the NBA at field goal percentage, while the uh, Spurs are fifth at 47%. Grizzlies shoot about 
45 percent. I just see the way the numbers are matching up right now, Casey. It just seems like this is this is a game, Murray or not, that probably could go down to the wire. Yeah, yeah, I, and and the way most games have gone this year in the Spurs world, they have been competitive. They have been competitive. They they played very competitively all year long. That's 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 one of the good things about this team this season is that. And for as much as we kind of I guess speculated as to their legitimacy, I think one of the things that was not debatable when when trying to figure all that out is that everyone pretty much felt like every single night you're going to go out and see a competitive basketball team. And, and that's what they are, right? That's what they've been. They, mm-hmm. They've been a good competitive basketball team that will, will be a pain, will be a pain for you for 48 minutes until really, really 45 minutes until those last three or so tend to, well, things get a little bit messy on the spur side of things. And we've seen a lot of close losses down to the wire, but I mean, we're talking about them in a positive light for that reason, right? They've been, they've been yeah. good on that front. Yeah, they've been good on yeah. that front. Would it be safe to say they turn the corner ish? Like kind of, sort of, like are maybe starting to turn the bend. I wouldn't say they're maybe like completely beyond it and blown past it. I think you're seeing a Spurs team that is just starting to take that turn. Um, and yeah. along that turn, they're gonna maybe trip a bit, but they're at least they're on the right direction. It is that turn, think? Casey. I I know on social you like to use that terminology. In your mind, though, what is what is turning the corner? Because I feel where, I feel where, like that's the, very uh, ambiguous. With it, what, for for me that means none of this in more in like you don't know which team you're gonna get. Like mm-hmm. maybe early in the season you can say like, yeah you're gonna get a losing uh, team going out there. I don't care if it's Grizzlies or the Pelicans or the Kings. The Spurs are gonna lose this. Then it turns into kind of a turn like you know what maybe they can get this w maybe they go to portland and they can get a w maybe they can go to utah and get a w i i think that vibe that's turning to more of a positive note uh that's what i mean by turning the corner where maybe the wins are going to come more frequent than the l's if there's one area that i think the spurs can definitely expose the grizzlies tonight is turnovers grizzlies mm-hmm. turnover turnover about 14 a game Spurs about twelve. You know those two. Those those could be two, two to three turnovers right there that Spurs can definitely uh, take advantage of. And yeah, but um, a very very close game. But I was circling back to that whole turning the corner comment. Uh, what do you think that means? Turning the corner. Do you does Casey Vera want to see a complete, you know, one eighty? You are like, okay, now we're on a five game losing streak. Let's keep this going. Like what? What do you, you know? What would your definition be of okay? This this team yeah, is on the yeah, right path. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why I ask because I feel like it's a very ambiguous uh, sentiment, so to speak. But mm. you know, a, a lot of I guess ambiguous sentiments all the way around as to what we expected out of out of the Spurs this season. I think my definition mm. of that is probably comparable to yours, and I think probably comparable to the fact that turning the corner the way I see it is probably getting closer and closer to establishing a real identity as to as to what this team is and when you're doing it in that positive sense of the term all right you're feeling pretty good about things right when you're turning the corner there's there's very very expectedly so you know you're you're phrasing that in the positive sense of the phrase and for the most part this year 
probably agree with me that this season is, has been a win so far, right? There's certainly been well, a lot it, more it positive this year to build off of, right? I, I mean, there there's some fans that think it's a negative because they're getting too many wins because of less ping pong balls. So right, but but I here's mean, the thing with that. But though, for the most part, like, I mean, go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, here here's here's my thing with with that crowd who wants to who wants to tank. I know very frequently I come on here and I say, uh, you know, the worst place to be is in that that seven to or not seven. Well, I guess more like that that seven to yeah. ten range in the playoffs, just in, barely just in, barely just out. But in the sense that doing that, and that's what your identity is, and you're in a rebuild as opposed, and you have a future and a direction for what you're trying to do here, I think that's a good thing if you're winning. Like last year, okay, last year it was very much square peg in a round hole, really two years. Mm-hmm. Before, before COVID happened, the bubble happened, really pre- previous two years it was, okay, we know what we are. Let's see if we can make the most out of it. We're not going to make any deals, so we're content in that 7 to 10 range. Well, 7 to 10 there with no real direction, that purgatory, that's not a very good place to be. But if you're in that 7 to 10 range and you have the direction of that you're rebuilding, you're a young team, you're focusing on building your young players and moving forward, that's a lot better. And that's a lot better. So I'm not... I'm not overly concerned with them losing this year. I mean, Pop every night you go out there, he's he's gonna they're gonna try to win. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of a, a established by this point. They're gonna go to try to go out there and win the basketball game. But right now, if they lose, I think that's almost kind of a bonus because mm-hmm. as a whole this year, I feel like more has come out, more positive has come out of it so far. Yeah. Well, um, if you're team camp, uh, I mean uh, tank, excuse me. Uh, team tank then uh maybe it's not such a good thing that the spurs are turning the corner or you know if you're just hey when i mean and think about this too casey it's not like they're horrible i mean what they've done a bang up job with number 29 not once but twice three times they've done a bang up job with Devin vassell what was he number 11 i think um mm-hmm. so well, yeah i mean i i think but if they do make the playoffs which as of this recording, they're definitely knocking on that door. Then they're back to being a middling team. And if they make that eight seed, then they're probably going to get a 13, 14, 12 pick again around there. But I'm okay with, but the thing is, I'm okay yeah. with that though. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that because you at least, my, my big issue when you're caught in that, in that general area is that if you're doing that with a lack of direction and it's well established, that you're a run-of-the-mill team with no direction positive or negative going forward, you're not going anywhere. But at least they're trending upwards right now. Right. That's my yeah. big thing, is they're trending upwards. Well, hopefully the Spurs like, will continue. Okay, like three years. Okay, real, like three years ago or, or so now. If they're in this same range, I think then we reevaluate it. But mm. right now, I mean, I'm okay with it. Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, 
They have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off. Once again, at Built.com. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, in that range, though, you're not, well, I mean, you really can't say that because look at Giannis. What was he, number 15, something like that? Yeah, he was in the teens, yeah. He was in the teens and Booker, you know, again, in the teens. And your number one picks, I mean, would you consider Aiton a franchise game-changing player? Um, I would consider him a number three option. Right. And in yeah, this, so, in this NBA, a max, a max player. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it just depends if you draft well. Now, obviously, you know, you want to get more ping-pong balls. But uh, if it is go your way, the Spurs have proven that they can pretty much uh, do well with uh, what they got. We're talking uh, with Casey Vieira in this episode of Lockdown Spurs, a redemption episode because Casey's and I's uh, <laughs> last episode got pretty much trashed because there was no game. We talked about the Spurs heat game. Uh, so that's why Casey is back making another appearance. Uh, so let's go to uh, jump to the next topic here. And it starts again tonight in Memphis. But the Spurs are going to be away for quite a long time. Casey, you definitely had a reaction when you saw how many games they had ahead of them on the road. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, you see it again. You're like, oh, man, seven games is seven games. I hadn't really, like, thought about it a whole lot. I knew they were going on the road. And then I'm like, oh, no. That is seven games. That's a ways to go. <laughs> They're going to be out of town for a little while. Just for a little bit. So That's without Murray, too? Yeah. Yeah. So it begins in Memphis tonight. Then they go to Detroit, Toronto, Boston, Philadelphia, Brooklyn, and then face the Knicks before coming home on January 12, 2022, where they host the Houston Rockets. You're looking at their next slate of games. You know, first of all, my first thing is like, huh. East Coast, isn't that where a majority of these teams are getting the virus? That's what it, that's my first thought is like it seems to be originating from the East Coast. Uh Philadelphia yeah. recently and got migrating hit. westward. Yeah, yeah, it's migrating west westward, and the Spurs are going right into the thick of things in the East Coast after this Memphis uh, trip. Um, but you know, we, we definitely talked about Memphis. Uh let's look at some games ahead. Uh one game that I'm definitely penciling in that I want to see. Uh, them play is uh, the back end of that, that Philly, Brooklyn, and New York. I think those mm. three games should, you know, be a really, really good test for them. And if they get, they win great. If they get blown out and, you know, you know what they, they're going to say, it's a learning get lesson. It's a learning game. We learn what it takes to win versus the Philadelphia 76ers or the Brooklyn Nets. So I'm definitely looking at those last three games. I think those three games are going to be, a really good gauge of uh, how well this team is playing um, at the, at that point of the season, Casey. I agree. I agree with that. I agree. Um, this is, this is probably one of, or the bigger tests that they've had this year up to this mm-hmm. point. Right. And, yeah. and considering that they're going to, and I say this relatively speaking to the national climate, but considering we're going through a, a turbulent time from a health standpoint, 
something that could very real legitimately hit the Spurs, potentially. I mean, we hope it doesn't, but theoretically it could. This, this is something that's going to be a bit of a task. It's, it's mm-hmm. going to be a bit of a challenge, and, and yeah, it's something to look forward to. In this point, right, right. Yeah. In, in in this road trip, they have three back to backs. So they go Memphis on December thirty one, then the New Year's Day one one at Detroit. All right. So then they go to Toronto on January fourth, then play the next day, January fifth, at Boston, and then I guess technically it is a back to back, but they're in the same city. You know, then they go. January 9th, Brooklyn, January 10th, Knicks. So it is three back-to-back sets. Another test for this team to see if they can maintain that momentum or erase maybe a losing game in the first hand in, in the back-to-back. I mean, this, this is a really, really good test, How no matter how you look at it. It's either the last three games, these three sets of back-to-back, uh, you know, whether it even be playing a team like Toronto. You know, you can't sleep on them. Um, but I, I just think that man, is it is it too much to say this this is a road trip that could make or break this team? Not I in terms of their season and their playoff hopes. Um you know what no I, I again I think it depends on what your expectations are. Right. Um, because of their playoff hopes, I was going to say yes, but the back end of the West has been like so mediocre all the way around, you know, Portland, the, the team's competing in that, that nine, 10 spot. I, I don't feel like there's a gap really between the nine spot and the 11 or 12 spot somewhere around there. Uh, unless they go out there and they get, you know, they get swept. They go 0-7 on the entire thing. Okay, different. But if they go 3-4, and four, I think they're very much alive in terms of that playing because it's, it's just, again, relatively speaking, I say the term parity, but not in the most endearing sense of the word. There is a lot of parity in that, in that range. Uh, I, I think for me, I'm at the point with this team that I think they'll be competitive in that spot now, that's a given. And I don't think this thing will spiral out of control barring a, a COVID a COVID situation, mm-hmm. which I guess is, is feasible. You know, no. it is yeah. very feasible that could happen. But no, you know what? I don't think I'm ready to call it make or break yet. All right. Yeah, I, yeah, I, think, I, maybe, think, so. maybe, I think maybe that'll be the discussion when they get to the rodeo road trip, the, the longer one. Yeah, I think yeah. that's, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, you see it there. All right, so they got... Seven games. So let's go one by one. Uh, we did Memphis already to start off with Detroit. What do you got there? A W or an L? Oh, that's a, a dub for Detroit, I man. I feel yeah. bad for them. I feel bad. They're just. Yeah, yeah. They're so bad. Right now. They're taking a beating right now. They're yeah. taking a beating. All right. Did did we give a prediction on Memphis? I think we just said it was going to come out of the wire. I, I, got, I got Memphis winning that one. I have Memphis tonight as well. Okay. So uh, that's one and one right there. So let me let me write this down here. So we got the team one and one so far. All right. Um, at Toronto, that's the second game. No, no, I'm sorry. No, that is not the second. That's the first game of a back to back. So um, yeah, what do you think? Toronto's also been hit by that COVID bug pretty well too. Yeah, um, it's like crazy in Canada right now. Like, yeah, yeah, they've also been hit by it, and then Toronto. Yeah. 
Toronto's a little out of whack right now, so I think that's one of the games the Spurs can steal. So you know what? Let's let's give them a win there. All right, I'm with you there. I think that's a game they could definitely get a W on. Interesting. The next day, that's now the second game of back to back at Boston. Boston is just so weird this year. So they're a mess weird. right now. They're Such a mess. a mess. Poor Emay, man. Yeah, first year on the job. Yeah, they're a disaster. I mean, they're they're poorly constructed. They their two stars apparently seem like they're ready to go their own separate mm-hmm. ways. And really, outside of said two stars, they don't have a whole lot else on that roster. They're yeah, they're not a good basketball team right now. That being said, I'm actually going Spurs with the. That's L. on a back to that's that's on a back to back though. That's on a back to back though. Yeah, and that'll be a third and four night. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. I think they're out, of, they're out of they're out of gas they're out of gas by that. Yeah, point. that's a loss. That's yeah, a loss. Right there. All right, so far we got them a two and two on the seven game uh, road trip. Okay, so then they go to Boston. I'm sorry, excuse me, uh, Philadelphia. Pardon me. Uh, at Philly, uh, gotta say a loss there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll go loss. We'll go loss there. Okay, so far we got them a three and two. Uh, then you got Brooklyn. Oh, Patty Mills is just going to destroy them, aren't they? And Patty Mills is just yeah, gonna go off. Wrong. That's a loss. Yeah, that's a loss. Yeah. So now we got them at two and four with the last game being at Knicks and MSG, uh, where Devin Vassell did say recently to me that he loves playing there. So Devin Vassell only played one game there, and I don't think there was any fans there for said game, right? Unless maybe it was like a college thing. Maybe he had a tournament there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, Florida State might have had a couple cameos there. Yeah. Um, Um, Interesting. This is the one that gets me because this is the second game of a back to back. Um, unless they get blown out by Brooklyn early, then he then pop rest everybody. But oof, I think and I think it sh- depends what the yeah the Knicks have been playing. I mean the Knicks recently haven't played anybody, um, but it looks like they're starting to figure things out a little bit. Yeah, and no matter whether uh, the Knicks were bad or they're good right now, are they decent at least? They've always seemed to give the trouble, uh, give the Spurs fits. They could be yeah. like, one of the worst teams in the East, and they'll beat the Spurs in MSG. Uh, you know what? Last game of a lengthy road trip, Knicks are playing a little bit better. They're in a stretch right now. The Knicks are where they're playing a bunch of teams, five hundred or below. So I think they're going to, you know, going to start looking a little bit better on that front as well. And I think they're going to start piecing it together. Um, Give me the Knicks, Knicks with there. the dub. Give me the Knicks you, you get the Knicks. Yeah, okay. The Knicks I'm going opposite of you. I'm going to go with the Spurs at MSG. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, I I think this. I think it all for to me though. It just depends on that Brooklyn game. If they're getting run out of the gym and it's halftime and then Patty Mills is thirty on them already, and it's I think he rests them. But okay, it, it's the last because they beat the Knicks already once in San Antonio, right? I think they yeah no no. no. Knicks. Nick, they didn't. Yeah, Nick beat them. Yeah, year. that's right. Yeah, I think they get a revenge game. So I'm gonna go. Um, so Casey's going two and five. I'm going three and four. So and that game that we don't agree on is the at next game. So there you have it. We're looking at all these games. We gave you our records. Casey's going two and five for your Spurs. I'm going three and four. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Spurs Grizzlies tonight, beginning of the first game of a seven game. Road trip. We talked about it earlier, and that is Casey's awesome YouTube show, The Baller Brief. 
Tell us what's going on with the Bottle Brief. What can fans expect when they go to that YouTube page? Oh, some basketball commentary, talking about the sport we all love and some fun along the way, largely, for the most part, if you want to call it that. We just we like talking about the game and what's been a very interesting year. And so a lot of opinion stuff with me. But on the contrary, though, a lot of fun stuff incorporating as well. One thing I, I started doing was I just kind of stumbled upon it, and it seems to at least garner a little bit of interest, was I found uh, a lot of my old champion jerseys back mm-hmm. home from when I was a kid. So I made a couple of videos, and and it's actually gotten some pretty good I'm telling response. you, it's – yeah. If you dive yeah, into the culture of the, the game, you're yeah. You dive into the culture of the game, jersey, sneakers, music, uh, fashion. You know, yeah. Fans definitely eat, love that. They love that stuff. It's mm-hmm. always something. Yeah, something I yeah, go I to. Think yeah, so. yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you want something in that realm, you enjoy things like that. That's where you go. There you go. The Baller Brief on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, search the Baller Brief, and you'll see Casey. And all his videos there, including Vieira's in SA. Is that still going on? Yeah. It took a little bit of a hiatus. Okay. Because uh, some, some work on the baller brief and then some other things behind the scenes yeah. as well. But, oh, don't worry. We'll be back. Don't worry. There you go. Baller brief Vieira's is what SA. you focusing on right now. Absolutely. So yeah. we'll <laughs> yes, we'll be back. All right. And follow Casey on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. By the way, Casey, when we were recording this episode, uh, the NBA announced mm-hmm. that the Warriors Nuggets game last night um, mm-hmm. got postponed. Postponed again. Or oh, uh, Nuggets don't, don't have enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're not going to do bubble, perfect. are they? They're going to go. They're not going to go visit that idea again, are they? No, they're in the bubble. They're not doing it. They're not doing a bubble. Silver's just going to plow through to this, right? He's just going to plow. They're going to truck through it. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna truck through it. They're gonna truck through it. Yeah. I, you know, you know, I think it's gonna have to take a player and knock what it doesn't happen, like really getting severely sick for something to really move Silver to be like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Man, this the is the thing a bad is that idea. probably won't, you know, that probably won't happen though, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, barring something totally unforeseen, which hey, you know, yeah. everything has been totally unforeseen up to this point, right? I don't think, you know, I don't, I think that's unlikely. I think it's just kind of, it is really pretty much, it is what it is right now. You know, it is, it is what mm-hmm. it is and we're trucking through it and yeah, and Silver's going to do the same. Probably he's going to truck through as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're trucking through some comments with uh, Spurs and Celtics fans reacting to some fan made trade where the Celtics want DeJounte. Fans chimed oh, into your tweet. Hey, you know what? I mean, so many of the hypothetical trades that get thrown out there in the world of in the world of Spurs Twitter, really just Twitter in general, yeah, just they're Twitter. just really yeah. bad and like super homerism. But mm-hmm. I don't see how something that ended up in a Dejounte Murray swap for Jalen Brown is like a bad thing. No, it wasn't horrible. I don't know. No, I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think that's a bad thing. People, you know, very a lot of fiesta colored goggles and unexpectedly mm-hmm. so the team is gonna have a little bit of bias towards their squad. But I I like I look at it and I'm 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 saying to myself, like like if you if you end up with a guy like Jalen Brown, I, you know, 
I don't see like, oh, no, not like that. Up. Yeah. I know. Oh, no. We got Jalen yeah. Brown. I can't believe this. <laughs> like, <laughs> the guy is good. The guy yeah. is good. It's not a, a scrub you're getting back in return. He's a good basketball player. Exactly. But, yeah. I mean, I've seen well, worse. I've seen worse. Some, some Celtics fans reached out to me and said that uh, they've been on the uh, get DeJounte and Green train for years now. So it's hey, just you know what? Snap- That's a, listen. Listen, here's another way of looking at that. If opposing fans are willing to part with a talent like Jalen Brown for your guy, that shows you that they think very highly of that guy. And probably not only very highly, just that fan base, a lot of people in general. So I know I know there's kind of an I don't want to say inferiority complex, but for lack of a better term and feeling a little bit dangerous on a Friday, an inferiority complex with Spurs fans of not getting the, the recognition, their team not getting the love. Well, hey, we'll give you Here it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, there it is. Switch Spurs fans say, Oh, we would never we would never do that. And here we go. We go right back into that fishing circle. I'm exactly and and by the way we're gonna put an end to this lockdown spurs because it's coming out already uh, that Gilbert Arenas and Kwame Brown are exchanging words on social media I have to see this Casey I have to see this Kwame Brown yeah and on that note (laughs) uh, make sure to subscribe to lockdown spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast Google Play iTunes. The list goes on and on, including your smart speaker to say, hey, smart speaker, whatever it is. Play Locked on Spurs. We thank you for always making Locked on Spurs your first listen each and every day. The Spurs got the Grizzlies tonight. So go check out Locked on Grizzlies. See what's going on in there next to the wood. So for Casey Vieira, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. Mm-hmm.